On behalf of the motion picture industry, welcome to the world of home video entertainment. At the conclusion of this feature film, you will find a selection of coming attractions available on the VRO network labels. Just before the program starts, please read the copyright notice now showing on your screen. And note that the material and its accompanying soundtrack is covered by copyright. It is an infringement of law to copy this material or to sell or show any unauthorized copy. So don't do it. And now, on with the program. Listening to the Oh I Had That podcast. I'm Josh, and I'm Jesse. Well, welcome back to everyone. Hopefully, we have some new listeners. Uh, hopefully, people enjoyed our Christmas extravaganza. <laughs> hey, I have to clear something up. Sure. It's warm season's greetings to you all from Menards. <laughs> oh, okay. Warm season's greetings to you all yeah. from Menards. Not more. <laughs> so everybody that heard that at the end of the podcast is like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> no, we're not idiots. How is is Menards nationwide? People yeah, might... it is. Oh, okay. People, I I didn't want people to be like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there are a couple of people who's, that don't know what we're talking about. Who's Nards? And <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had uh. Christmas episode, and we're back here. Uh, I'm going to talk some uh, nostalgic VHS video store, all encompassing uh, video entertainment experience. Definitely. Yeah. So, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? We catch up here. Now, we might want to let people know that we're hopefully we have a schedule in place. We want to do this bi weekly. Um, Hopefully at we'll, the least, at the very least. At the very least, yeah. So we'll stay try to stay consistent, get some content out for people, so we can all be nostalgic, have something to talk about, uh, as a as opposed to just the Instagram. But the Instagram is doing awesome. I love building the community, and we're at ten thousand five hundred followers right now, which God, is amazing. So, think back to like episode one of the podcast. <laughs> we were like. If we could just get to 2,500 listeners or <laughs> followers. Was it followers? Yeah, yeah it wasn't I think you're like 1,000 followers even we were talking about. <laughs> Holy crap. So wow. It's been going really? good. It's, this week it was like once it hit 10, it was like 100 a day. So. Holy uh, crap. Yeah, so we should be hitting 10.6 pretty quick here. Um, but, yeah, thanks, everyone, for following. Hopefully you're checking out the podcast if this is your first time. Hopefully you like it. Please subscribe, comment, um, let us know what you think of it. I mean, we hopefully we're entertaining people, and it's not just a uh, blown, blown. Sh what is that? Blown shit into the wind. I don't know. <laughs> it's not just I, us. I don't know. Talking to ourselves. So <laughs> who cares if it is? <laughs> we do it for fun. We don't yeah. get paid. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. But yeah, I. I any do anything fun after the new year or 
Oh uh, my God. No new year's. I went to bed at nine o'clock. I was so wiped. <laughs> I just woke up and it was 2019. Yeah. We're kind of at that age where it's like, I, I have no desire to go out on new year's and have a, a little one. So it's like, we just hang out at home and we, yeah. we, we celebrated for him at like eight o'clock with a little countdown on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, that was that's cool. Yeah. They do that? Yeah, there's like these little countdown videos they had on Netflix of like cartoon characters and stuff that the kids would know. Oh, I wish I had known that. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. He was. Yeah, deep. I was never really one of those people that cared about watching the ball drop. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit, didn't we? Yeah, I was. I was gonna say is my my wife growing up, she would they would like bang pots and pans like when new year's hit you'd go outside and neighborhood and people would be letting out fireworks people would be banging on pots and pans and so she brought some out when we did the countdown with the little guy and he was banging on a pot and pan. <laughs> at like seven thirty. yeah <laughs> what was nice. cool though is like right after that there were people doing fireworks outside so I, I opened the window here upstairs and he was able to like look out and see fireworks and he was like Wow, look daddy, look daddy. <laughs> How was the weather though? Um, it was it was fine, clear. We yeah. haven't even got any like any snow here. I I'm hearing maybe this weekend, so. But it's been kind of chilly at at night it gets down to 20s or so. Uh yeah, it was 9 degrees all day today. <laughs> 9 degrees in Minnesota. Oh, yikes. But yeah, yeah. I mean I can't even tell you. It hurts to breathe. It hurts to breathe. So to kind of tie it into, you know, what we're going to talk about uh, today, I can't even tell you the last time I've been to a cinema to see a movie. So talking about video rentals and video stores and um, it kind of just nowadays you you stream and you rent on iTunes or Redbox, but... um, Man, video stores, I feel like video stores could be making a killing but if it wasn't for the whole streaming thing taking over because a lot of people I hear just don't make it to the theater unless it's a big blockbuster that's pulling you there like Avengers or Fast and the Furious or something like that, you know. Well, let's be clear. Theaters aren't going anywhere. Yeah. They're still raking it in. But the the, the reason is movies are the reason movies are doing so well is because it costs so damn much to go see a movie now like when i stopped going to the movies and i i'll be honest i used to see maybe five six movies a week yeah easily and i just cold turkey just stopped just (laughs) completely stopped um when was it i think it was my rehearsal dinner right before i got married i just said that's it i'm done and i just stopped going I would see a movie here and there, but I wasn't seeing every single movie that was coming out all of a sudden. And I think 2016 went by and I didn't even see one movie in the theater. How about that? Wow. Yeah, I think 2016. (laughs) I think the last movie I went out for was not that long ago. It was for the new Halloween. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's got to. And now it's on. It's on DVD? Yeah, it's already, you can rent it, I think, on iTunes or buy it. It's gotta, I did see it was in Redbox this week. It's got to be it, something, so. yeah, it's got to be something that I'm really interested in to pull me out, so. 
But speaking of big news, we might as well talk about it. Summer 2020, Ghostbusters 3. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I, I'm trying to stay positive about it. I mean, you got the former director's son as the director. He says it's this franchise has been near and dear to his heart his whole life, and he even made a cameo in Ghostbusters well, 2. Probably put him through college, too. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny though to think that he, you know, he, as a kid he was in Ghostbusters too, and now he's writing and directing a, a part three for us. <laughs> I don't know hey, if they'll officially call it part three, but he says it's the same universe and it's a continuation. So, I mean, I, I, I'm a I'm a Jason Reitman fan. Yeah, I like Thank You for Smoking. I like Juno. He's, I like Up in the Air. Yeah, and he's been known for these smaller budget studio movies that you know they're not quite indies but possibly closer to indie than anything. yeah you got you got a good point a lot of his movies kind of start in the art house and then a platform release late uh, into other theaters yeah, so but i think we'll, he can pull we'll up a, a blockbuster i mean the fact that they haven't even started you know principal photography or you know have the full cast in place but they already had a teaser release they filmed that much like <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> well, you could you could easily make that on a computer, though. But I did like the teaser. I like that it was using the actual music from and, and sound cues from the uh, original Ghostbusters. Yeah, there's a little uh, as it, as the camera is like panning into towards this old barn. There's like a fence on the right hand side, and you could see like ectoplasm like floating in the wind that's like hanging on the fence. I <laughs> that was that was pretty cool, but. Yeah, we'll see. That's exciting. I'm, I've always been a big Ghostbusters fan. Even number two not being a phenomenal movie, it still was entertaining to me, and I can still watch it. I I'm gonna say something controversial here. <laughs> I I like the female Ghostbusters better than Ghostbusters two. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, that I recently watched the. What was that? Twenty sixteen, the last that Ghostbusters. Yes. Yep. I, and I recently watched it, um, because my little guy is like all about Ghostbusters right now, so had to show him that one as well. But and I, I mean, there's some laughs in it. I think all of the, um, people in the cast are entertaining. I just, so I think it was a large budget movie that they just didn't quite capture what the fan base of that franchise totally would want out of a Ghostbusters movie. So. I think it gets a bad rap and people automatically write it off because it wasn't the, the team they're used to. But yeah. Well, my only issue with it was I think I mentioned this on a different podcast was that they didn't use Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig the way anybody expected. Like they were kind of they were very low key. Oh yeah. You know I don't expect Melissa McCarthy to be bumbling and running into things and knocking stuff over and talking in weird voices, but she just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, she wasn't the same rolling around, wacky kind of character she has been known for. Yeah, and she uh, she's played tons of different types of characters on SNL, yeah. and and she's very funny in all of them. But yeah, she didn't really do much in that movie. I think yeah, I think the obvious standout for me was Kate McKinnon in that movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I think it gets a bad rap. I think it's still entertaining, but to say it's better than Ghostbusters 2, I'm 
I'm gonna have to veto you there. No. <laughs> you on. may have your little Instagram, but oh. I think I got this one. <laughs> what does this have to do with the Instagram? Why you gotta belittle that? How'd that get in here? Because <laughs> a... you, you you're the big shot, and I'm just this this guy who is invited to your podcast. Oh no, you're part of the part of the whole team here. What what? What's the guy's name in Ghostbusters 2 that plays Janos? P- is it Peter? Oh, Peter McNichol, yeah. Peter McNichol, okay. Yeah, I get a kick out of him when I watch it. Tis <laughs> But anyways, so I think it's enough chit-chat. I think we should get to the nitty-gritty here. Wait, wait, wait I, I want to hear what you thought of Schooled. Oh, what I thought of Schooled? So yeah. the Goldbergs, if anyone isn't aware, is a – uh, 80s based nostalgia. It's an oh, I had that fa- favorite. <laughs> yeah, we we both love it. Jesse and I both love the Goldbergs and watch it every week religiously. Um, well, they have a spinoff now where they're taking it into the 90s. One of the characters from the Goldbergs is now a teacher at the high school, and the show is called Schooled and immediately plays after the Goldbergs. I think right, it's the follow, following show. Yeah. So they've had a couple of episodes. Um, Did you watch both? I have seen both. I, I, I I'm gonna say I, I liked the second episode a lot more than the pilot. Really? The, I thought it was pretty funny how they were talking about teen movies, and she's like, "Oh, you, she's all that in me." <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's the same exact type of dialogue and, and weirdness, except it's set in the '90s. Yeah. So. There are some references, just like the Goldbergs, where it's like they're jumping all over the 90s. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But She's all that as 99. There was even – and I know that they had Lord of the Rings cartoons, like, earlier, uh, like, even pre – like, this end of the 70s or something, right? Uh, but there was a schooled trailer that I saw, maybe even on Instagram, where the – the one of the co-stars, the the male teacher that they introduced this episode, who was doing all of his like Jim Carrey impressions and stuff, he did a my precious voice, like he said my precious in this trailer, and I'm just like, well, that's the way he's saying it and everything is seems more 2001 Lord of the Rings movie. So, <laughs> are we going out of the 90s now? Like, <laughs> no, was, that's true. I didn't even really consider that. They, I think they cut it out of the episode though. So. Uh, maybe they realize, but yeah, I, as long as, as long as they keep, I, I don't mind that they jump around like the Goldbergs, but I'd love the references to be kind of more in line with the time period. Cause it's a big change from like 90 to 95 to like 99. And if you're, they're dressed like early nineties, but the reference and stuff from like 99 kind of takes, yeah. takes me out. <laughs> right. But yeah, I would say if we were going to rate a TV show, out of four stars, I think Schooled is is growing, and maybe in later episodes here, if we get to see, you know, ten or more, maybe they'll start getting their footing about episode five. But I, I'd say they're at like a maybe a two and a half out of four stars right now for me. I think it took a little while for the Goldbergs to get good, and it took a, a few seasons for it to even grow into what it is now. Like yeah. it's it's a completely different show than it was in the beginning. Yeah, I and I'm surprised, frankly, that they're still able to. Uh, pump out the Goldbergs at the quality they are so far into it. Like a lot of shows, especially something so niche like that, where they're like stuck in this time period and it's kind of like kitschy. You think that they would 
hit a wall and it would start to get old and the references would get tired, but they, they well, they've grown, me. they've grown and they added a lot of characters and now there's a lot more characters that you care about rather than just these five people. Yeah, that helps. So yeah, everyone should check out schooled. And if you have not started watching the Goldbergs, like find it on Netflix or Hulu and just binge that some of a bitch. Cause it's great. <laughs> it's syndicated now. So they're getting paid. Oh really? So like reruns on other channels or yeah. Yep. Oh wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, schooled. Yeah, more nostalgia. Nostalgia's hot, dude. Yep. We said it. We'll <laughs> we say it again. We said it early on. So yeah, if you're once again, if you're a new listener to the Oh I Had That podcast, please go back and listen to some of our previous episodes. But I think it's maybe time that we take people back back to the video store. <laughs> And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. So here we are. We're going to take it back. Now this all started when I posted on the, oh, I had that Instagram about getting ready for Friday night. And I I post a photo of a Blockbuster. And, you know, of course you got to get your popcorn and your soda. But a lot of times you'd get a Pizza Hut pizza, pizza, pizza to, to eat before you get into the movies and the movie snacks later. <laughs> but uh and just like any advertisement, that night I had to get a Pizza Hut pizza. So, thank you. <laughs> my my Instagram post not only was nostalgic, but it sold you on pizza. <laughs> I totally had to get one and I I picked it up on the way home from uh, Pizza Hut. And then I sent you a picture and what did I say? I said, "Didn't you say fuck fuck you or no I, I said you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great man just thinking about the the trip to the video store and you know we as a family growing up we had it was kind of like a ritual we had every tuesday because there was i believe on tuesdays they had like 99 cent rentals or two two for 99 cents or something like that Video Update is continuing its unbelievable deal for you every Tuesday throughout the holiday season. Movies are two for just 99 cents every Tuesday at participating Video Update stores, including new releases. Yes, two for just 99 cents, including new releases. Rent two movies or new releases for less than 50 cents each. Hurry in. It's two for 99 cent Tuesdays this holiday season only at Video Update. With over 30 convenient Twin Cities locations and growing, Video Update is nearby. Um... Was that re- was a video update. Was it new actually. releases actually came out on Tuesday too? Was that the thing? Yeah. The way it works, and it still works this way, is that uh, movies would go to the theaters on Fridays. And videos and uh, DVDs and Blu-rays would come out on Tuesdays. So you you could rent the new releases on Tuesdays, Wednesday, Thursday, and then you could go to the movies on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's been like that for a long time. I can't even remember when it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. And our favorite place to go, well, my favorite place to go, I don't know about you, was Video Update because on Tuesdays, I think it was Mondays and Tuesdays. No, it was just Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just Tuesdays. Two movies for 99 cents, yeah, even, a, even new releases. That's exactly what I was talking about. So, yeah, we loved Video Update too just for that reason because – my dad was like all about the new releases on Tuesday. 
So yeah, go there as a family. You know, you'd spend at least a half hour walking through the aisles, looking at video games and movies. And man, back then, the the VHSs, just the I don't know the weight of it, the meat, the art, like all <laughs> all of it involved was just it's just so classic. And I've even I never thought I would do this, but I started collecting VHS again. I don't know why. It's not a format that's <laughs> giving me the best picture quality, but I just love the the box art and and looking at them again. It just takes me back. But yeah, if you have any of like the the painted art on those, mm. it's uh, it's a billion times better than the photoshopped uh, crap that we get nowadays. Yeah. I really would love to locate a store here in the area that is like a video specialty store that carries old VHSs that you can purchase because I'd like to start finding some more rare horror and like B movies that I'm interested in. So Well, you could just go on eBay or you could yeah. just go to Goodwill. Yeah, I, and I was buying them at my local Goodwill and I went in there the other day. Only VHSs they had were the big Disney clamshells. Really? A whole wall of regular VHS was now gone. Do you guys have half price books down there? Um, I don't believe so, but you know what we do? There is a huge like warehouse store that does video games, records, books, VHS and all types of media. So I haven't been there in months, but it's called McKay's and I definitely need to go check there. McKay's for... is it is it all used stuff? Yeah. Oh my god. It's awesome. I'm getting in the car. <laughs> you would love it. It's literally you walk it's like a warehouse. Oh my it's god. It's huge. There's I'll be there by morning. Two levels. <laughs> so the two main levels? the main floor is um all filled with all different types of media, but then you could take an elevator or go up the stairs and there's like a level that's like a ring around like looking down at the main floor, so it's just a ring of stuff. But there's wow. records and, and stuff up on that second level. But, yeah, there's just aisles and aisles of DVDs and videos. So I don't know. I, when I've been there, I wasn't collecting VHS again, so I didn't pay attention. But I think that they would have VHS. So I have to go back and look. Well, I know for a fact that Goodwill does. They always have everything. Yeah, and ours did, and the other day they did they did not. So I'll have to check out some other Goodwills and keep an eye out. Because I have recently found some some good finds. I, I picked up the original Batman, Batman Returns, Beetlejuice, Jurassic Park, just some, like, staples that are fun to have on VHS. Um, but, yeah, I've got... You got the original Batman movie? Correct, yeah. Nice. But I, I I have purchased a crap load of Disney clamshells too, just for the little guy and Yeah. And I have three in my car for you, so Oh nice. <laughs> I even found uh a rent rental copies because here's one thing that was bugging the hell out of me is I could never find the original Mighty Ducks and I have D two and D three on VHS. I finally found a rental copy VHS. So it's in a black box that they cut the slipcase art so they could put it into a clamshell so they cut one side of it off oh and it's got i always stickers. hated that <laughs> but, i hated that yeah, so much but it's got it's got the rental stickers like the genre and please be kind rewind and <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool yeah so it's pretty cool and then that same person that turned that into goodwill also turned in a mr baseball so i grabbed that as well 
Uh, <laughs> Tom Selleck. Mr. Baseball, huh? You don't like Mr. Baseball? Yeah. <laughs> um, here's how my memory works. Uh, when the Mighty Ducks came out, it wasn't in a clamshell. So you might be looking for uh, Dick Tracy's The Blank at this point. You know what I mean? Oh, really? It came yeah, out it, in a slipcase? It, it did come out in a slipcase. The other two, I think, came out in uh, the clamshell, though. I do, yeah, and I have those in a clamshell. Because so. I had the original Mighty Ducks. And it was not in a clamshell. Well, the fact that it was cut and put into a, like a clamshell style for this rental shop kind of makes it line up with my other two. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I was never a fan. I know I get kind of getting ahead of myself, but I used to buy the used movies from video stores. And I would, I would avoid the mom and pop shops that would cut them up like that. Oh, yeah. Because Video Update and Blockbuster never did that because they always just put the, the – uh, what did you call it? The what kind of box was it? The the slipcase. Yeah, the slipcase. They just put that. They'd put shove a piece of styrofoam inside it, re-shrink wrap it, and put that <laughs> in front of their own case that oh, they would yeah. send home with you. But I know some mom and pop shops that would like just hack the shit out of the the slipcase and then slide it into like a plastic case that flips open. And then that's what you would go home with. So you would actually have the slipcase with you. Yeah. Just all hacked up. But I would I, – anytime that I would buy movies used, I wouldn't go to those places because I wanted to keep it nice. I want, I didn't want it to look used, you know? Mm-hmm. Correct, Some yeah. people are like, oh, it's, it's, you get the movie. It's already been watched 50 times – watched and rented 50 times. <laughs> what do you care? Well, it's like I, I want it on my shelf. I want it to look nice. I don't care that I paid five bucks for it. Yeah. And I still feel the same way about Blu-rays and, and DVDs, you know. You don't want them with that sticker on it. You might want it with a sticker on it because it's got a little more history. Yeah. But at, at the time, it was more to me like, yeah, I'm a big shot. I have the Mighty Ducks on VHS. Yeah. And it's not recorded off TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing, I might be like thinking too – I might be trying to put too much into it. But with these slipcases also – I remember when you could rent them from the video store and they'd just put the slipcase in this clear plastic slipcase that you'd press the bottom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'd like press you'd the like, bottom you, corners you, and squeeze them. Yep, you'd squeeze the, the, the bottom together and it would slip out. And I can't find anything like that for the life of me and I would love to put these slipcase VHSs in those hmm. just so they stay nice, but I can't find anything like that on eBay or... Oh, yeah. those were a dime a dozen back in the day. Yeah. Now all I'm finding on eBay is uh, plastic ones that would have like a flap on the one of the side panels that cl- actually closes, so you'd have to open it like a box, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want that. I want the, the squeeze, the movie will come out, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, the it, one thing I did hate about those, though, is they would retain cigarette smoke smell. Oh. So you would bring your movie home, and you could smell it. It smelled like the the person before you used to smoke. Oh man, the just the the distinct smell of other people's homes on your rental copies. Yes, yeah. it's like walking through an apartment building and everybody's making spaghetti. Like, why does an apartment building always smell like spaghetti? Only Mara? spaghetti. Only spaghetti, oh, too. Yeah, it's only spaghetti. <laughs> it does, never smells like hamburger helper. It's always spaghetti. Uh, you're not lying, too, because you used to 
roommate with a buddy of ours in an apartment complex, and I swear that always re- that sp- you saying spaghetti reminds me of that place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Good hilarious. Old North. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're getting way off topic per usual. So, the, let me let me <laughs> let me preface uh, this episode a little yeah. bit as we're kind of in the middle of it. But yeah. um, what's your earliest memory of going to a video store? Don't want to see it. Coming on in 20 minutes. Can't wait around to see it. Video. It's the only way to get what you want to watch when you want to watch it. Action. Adventure. Horror. Comedy. Drama. Suspense. Romance. Great entertainment. Always a great value. These movies and many more are available at your local video store. You know, I'll tell you mine while you think about it. I would, yeah, go ahead. When when I was young, we had to rent movies from the grocery store. You know, and that's funny that you said that because I thought of right away there was this place near us called Jensen's. Yes. And we would It's still there. there. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. It's dying, but it's still there. Yeah, they used to rent movies and we would go there. It was just a little corner of the grocery store too. And I don't know if it was my dad preferred it cuz it was cheaper or what, but we we would rent there more often than the chains early on. Yeah. I I like that um uh other places and even uh some gas stations had like a, a section where it was oh, yeah. you remember that like super mm-hmm. america had a section where you could go up and rent just there's just the newest movies so it was kind of like red box except yeah. maybe a, a tenth of the selection that's so crazy i completely forgot that that was a thing oh man thanks what, for reminding at, me of that that you could rent at the gas station Oh yeah, That's, uh, yeah. I remember and that I vividly. Remember it, it, as soon as it kind of like tapered off and nobody was renting it anymore, then they would slap a nine ninety five sticker on it and yep. then you could buy it. <laughs> yep. And oh, Redbox yeah. is kind of doing the same thing. Do you hate Redbox as much as some people? I don't use Redbox. It doesn't bother me, but I don't use it. Yeah, I think a lot of like movie purists like hate Redbox. I know two of the biggest movie geeks I know. Really can't stand Redbox, and For, I'm like, so what are their Calm reasons? Down. Um, I don't know. I I, I think uh, just they the way look at it they, as they, a machine cutting out the video store. <laughs> that and kind of it only focuses on like the newest stuff and doesn't yeah. you know offer up any of the like Netflix will offer you the Godfather you can see, but yeah. Redbox is not like that. And I'm I'll be honest with you, Redbox was not designed like that. Redbox well, was designed to put the new Halloween in there, the new Avengers movie. Yeah, exactly. It's the cheap way for someone to see that new movie on release day because, uh, like it or not, these video stores don't exist anymore. So somebody's not going to want to go on iTunes and spend $20 for a movie they're not sure they'll even like. Yep, uh, exactly. They, we can spend whatever it is, a buck, two bucks at Redbox and – Take that DVD or Blu-ray home and take it back the next day or that same night, whatever they want, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a video store for, you know, 2019, but, you know, it 
Redbox came out years ago, but yeah, I mean that's that's the only place you can really do that. I mean there are Ma and Pa chains like video stores that are still trying to like you know rejuvenate that nostalgia and that business, but for the most part, mainstream, you know. Well, there are back in back in the day, way back in the day, mom and pop stores were video stores. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Way back before Blockbuster kind of like took over the world. Now, I know Blockbuster started in 85, but that doesn't mean every Blockbuster started in 85. Yeah. Like it took some time for them to spread around. And I know there's there was a lot of mom and pop stores around the area that we were uh, living and I remember watching every one of them close yeah. like at the end of the 90s and in in the early 2000s I was still going into them as they were closing down. You know what I mean? It's not like Toys R Us where I'm like, "Holy crap, Toys R Us is closing." But I never went in there. It was it was always like, "What? You guys are closing? You're kidding me." Yeah. So, yeah, those yeah. mom and pa's, there were more of them than chains at one point in our area where I grew up. I mean, I, I, re- I remember a handful that we would frequent. So, and they were always a lot more personal. I always liked the mom and pop stores and, and the ones that's still around here. Uh, if I may plug Video Universe in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, mm. um, that's one. I think, you know what? I think that might actually be the last one. I think I've because we did been have there some with other you. Ones. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, it's it's still – it looks exactly like it did uh, back in 1990, I'm sure, except they have DVDs now and Blu-rays. But they still have a huge VHS selection, and uh, the owner told me that people still rent them once in a while. So because most of theirs you can buy, correct, the VHS? At his store? Yeah. No. Oh, no. really? No, you can rent them. I've rent I've I've rented them even so as they, recently they as last year. They aren't for sale. I thought I remembered like c- containers on the floor full of VHS. Um, I thought you would buy them, but it's it's strictly rental, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. That's great. And he's got a lot of obscure stuff, which was always a, a major appeal of walking into any mom and pop video store. Is they would have that obscure title. And it wasn't just an entire wall of Twister, for example, mm-hmm. or two walls of Twister. Uh, but my point with these mom and pops is, especially this video universe, is I just love the way that everything is just it, – it looks just like it should, like movie posters on the walls that mm-hmm. they don't change, like different sized movie posters and like cardboard cutouts of – of whatever, you know, there's that great joke in uh, Last Action Hero, where they walk into a, a is it a blockbuster? They walk into a video store, and he goes to try and find the Terminator standee, and it's uh, the one of Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. as the Terminator. Like, what happened to movie standees like that? Yeah, you don't really see them much anymore. Oh man, I would love to find one of those old standees of some classic movie and put it in my nerd room <laughs> and we we have we used to ride our bikes to this uh, one mom and pop video store called main street video um in coon rapids uh minnesota and uh we would pass by the dumpster on the way out of there and occasionally they would have a standee and we would yank it <laughs> and we would 
bring it home and put it in our rooms. And our, my mom would yell at us, but because she's like, now what are you going to do with it? You can't throw it away in our garbage. You know, <laughs> you, you're not going to go find some other dumpster to put it in. But um, yeah, we brought that stuff home all the time. That was one great thing about working. I wish I would have had time working in a video store, but working at a movie theater was all the free posters and promotional little counter standees and crap that came in that we weren't going to do anything with so we could take them home. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, that. I mean, I don't know what year. To me, it, I remember maybe like the early like 93, 94 when chains started popping up in the area, like Hollywood video. Um, well, we we had video update a lot earlier than that. And we also had a place called Mr. Movies. Do you remember Mr. Mr. Movies? Movies was a chain? Because I always thought of that as a smaller, like, local store. It might have been. It might not have been nationwide. I know that we still have a, a Mr. Movies, believe it or not. Uh, it's way up in Grand Rapids, oh, wow. about three hours north of me. And I want to get in there next time I'm up there. I want to go check it out. But, yeah, one still exists, believe it or not. That's crazy. And yeah, the what is amazing to me is that that there's a chain that is still thriving and doing well, which is Family Video. And I just found out we actually have one near us down here in Nashville. So, well, I feel like Family Video is new. Well, what it is is they um, were founded in 1979, 1978, but. Um, what they started doing is I think they just grew slowly, but they were paying off the buildings that they were going into as opposed to just renting these buildings and having rent get to a point where it was just too much, like the chains were running into. So mm -hmm. they own all their property. So all of these family videos are staying open because they really just don't have the overhead that have... was putting them out of business like Blockbuster, you know? Yeah, they don't have the rent. Yeah. So that was the key that, you know, I never thought of that. And I saw a story on them that I watched on YouTube or something. And that's what the the CEO was saying is keeping them alive is the fact that they don't, you know, they own all of their location, the physical locations. So, yeah, but, kind of touching on something else that I, I just said maybe like five minutes ago is that I, I, I get that, uh, you know, the overhead is probably a lot and streaming did kind of take over, but there was... There was uh, a time when, even when Blockbuster and Hollywood Video and Video Update were closing, mm -hmm. you'd still go in there and they would be still just as busy as ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like I we just... would walk in there and we would just we would look at the used movies, mm -hmm. and you and I were like trying to buy used movies, and even you were buying used DVDs at the time. But that place was always packed, especially on a Friday. Oh yeah, I mean in that height, we were buying like the the four for 10 bucks. <laughs> like, yeah. Buy, I mean, buying the we used were, DVDs by the fistful. We were, but, um, yeah, it was hard to, like, I never understood what was causing them to go under cause they were always busy, mm -hmm. but apparently well, I mean, it's just they, all they, those other bills that we don't, you know, think about as a, just a consumer or a customer coming in. But, well, you know, I understand the whole streaming aspect of it too. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to leave the house. You just, you just find it on your 
TV, but you know, pay-per-view was always a thing too. Yeah. Back in the late '80s. I mean, the fact that you're it's all built into your smart TV or your you can buy a little box like Apple or Roku and you just have access to everything right there. You're it's just it's gotten to a point where it's like it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Or video stores are kind of pointless. Yeah. yeah. But they're still great and that's why we're talking about them. <laughs> well, they are, but you know, your your uncle Bob might not share the same nostalgia for video stores that that we do. Yeah. We to uh to be completely uh clear with all of our listeners, um you and I watched a movie called Rewind This. Mm-hmm. And it was just if anybody hasn't seen it, go ahead and check it out. It's on Prime for free. Mm-hmm. And uh or you can buy the DVD too. If you like physical media, because it's all about physical media, so you could just buy it, and not stream it. Cause... A movie called Rewind This should have been released on VHS. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it definitely should have been released on VHS, and it seems kind of uh, ass backwards to make it available to stream. <laughs> like it should make people buy it, because yeah. that's what it's about. But uh, no, just a wider audience, I guess. Uh, but. It's all about these people and their their love for VHS and physical media. And I I don't think it's a perfect movie. I think it kind of falls apart in in some aspects. Um, yeah, trying to romanticize it a little bit. But I love the nerdiness of the people who admit that they're nerds. And one woman color codes her section. Oh my god, that was insane. She's like, I kind of do a. RGBiv, uh, <laughs> like, application to um, putting these on my shelf. And yeah, she said, oh, you want to watch this movie? Oh, I know, that's pink. And she walks right over and grabs it. <laughs> so crazy. But, yeah, that that was my favorite part of that film is just seeing people's love for the art and them showing us specific titles that maybe I wasn't aware of. Like, I was not aware of that Frankenhooker had a talking box. Oh, I knew that. Oh my, I want we that. that. <laughs> we we love that. The local video store here had that, and we would go up and you would push. Uh, I think you would push on one of her boobs, and it want would say, a "Want date? a want a date?" Or maybe it was next to her, but I don't know. Maybe I'd touch her boobs I anyway. I looked on eBay, and there were uh, copies available. They were like eighty dollars, and most of them said they don't talk anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like the, uh, the pull string talking peewee. Like, yeah. eventually, it's gonna wear out. That's so crazy, though. I love that. I love that kitschiness and the art. And like you were saying, the the boxes that had the painted art, like the seventies, early eighties, um, more of the horror genre did that a lot too. Is like that they had that. That was a part of the film too, didn't they? Talk to an artist that actually was hand drawing mm-hmm. um, art yep. for those which is really cool. It definitely reminded me of, there was a movie about similar people and their love for cinema, but they were going to movies like, like theaters. And what was called Cine- cinemania? What was that called? Cinemaniacs? Cinemania. Cinemania. It definitely yeah. reminded me of those people as far as the level of, um, hobby, hobbyist and nerd that they, <laughs> that they were showing us. But Cine- cinemania is another fun movie. Yeah. I definitely recommend. Rewind That's about this. a bunch of uh, New Yorkers uh, on disability oh, who geez. basically what they are. <laughs> they explained that early on. Wow. Uh, I don't remember and... that they all had that in common. <laughs> but yeah, they spend their days going to the theater, right? 
they just see as many movies as humanly possible. It's crazy. And it was just a documentary that follows them around and and it's kind of, it's kind of antiquated now. I think it, they were seeing Planet of the Apes in the movie theater, like <laughs> the 2001 one. So it came out in 2002. I think it was on the festival circuit in 2002, and then it finally hit other uh, art house movies theaters in 2003. So it is kind of old, and it would be fascinating to, to see a, a, a second one to see if any of them have changed. Or like the one guy's small – New York apartment is just like stacks of VHS tapes. Yeah, he <laughs> and they they uh yeah they pop one in and they're watching it on like a thirteen inch TV <laughs> and loving it too. <laughs> yeah, they're loving it, but that's that's not how movies are meant to be enjoyed. Yeah, and that's you know rewind this kind of brings this up too is that it it does there were people even back in the day that did not like the aspect ratio mm. of VHS, like cropping it to your TV. Yeah. I see. I, and I, until I worked in a movie theater, I never really noticed. I didn't know that there was a difference, but I was young then. Mm-hmm. If I had been a little older, yeah, I would have noticed. And the quality, yeah, the quality on VHS is not, not uh, what you expect now yeah they're definitely especially you know popping in a vhs that's feeding to your hdtv it's definitely <laughs> apparent in just color saturation and how um not as vibrant it is compared to like a dvd or a blu-ray um but well the re- good thing about hdtvs is that they do upconvert. So yeah well, there's only so much can be done with a vhs but yeah I mean, well, it, I, I I watched some VHSs and they don't look terrible. No, I mean, I'm not saying they look terrible, but I'm saying it's clear the difference in you know colors that pop and the absolutely just the resolution of it. The the letterbox or like the ratio thing just it never bothered me. It doesn't bother me still. The if there's black on the sides, I just as long as that picture's clear, I can enjoy it. Well. To be honest, though, if you're watching a scope movie on VHS and it's all pan and scan mm-hmm. or it's just completely cropped altogether, you would notice. You would notice mm-hmm. the side by side for sure, mm-hmm. especially in a movie where a director deliberately shot in scope so that he could have one guy over here and then five feet over here is another guy. On VHS, you have just one guy on the screen. You don't yeah. have both guys. Yeah. <laughs> But back in 1987, you're not thinking like that. You're just thinking, I get to go to a video store. I get to pick up this copy of Top Gun, <laughs> and I get to see it at my house now. After seeing it in the theater for five times, now I can just watch it in my house. Or I can just buy it and watch it over and over and over again. And that's one thing about the video store that I say that I just miss is being able to wander and look at the box art. I mean, a lot of the times I'd go into a movie store and I didn't know what the hell I wanted to watch. I, it would just be me wandering and picking it based yeah, on Yeah, and especially when you're a kid on your bike and you're off for the summer, your parents are at work, you ain't got nothing else to do. Just ride your bike up there. You don't have any money. Just go look at uh, movies. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, – it's lost. And I – what was that? There was something I saw recently online of a guy that built a video store in his house. 
<laughs> and yeah. His, his, I sent you that. His room in the basement was built like a video store. The shelves, all the and cases. Oh, my God. Let's be fair. That guy knocked it out of the motherfucking park. <laughs> he even had a uh, standard edition TV, box TV. Like hanging, like hanging, up. yeah. <laughs> and I think it was even playing a movie. Oh my god, so great! That's one aspect that I did not like about uh, video stores is they would put a movie on while you were looking around. I'm like, well, you're ruining the movie for me. Now. <laughs> I'm coming in halfway through this film. What are you doing to me? <laughs> right. So like, I'm coming in to rent this movie, and now I just watch ten minutes of it. <laughs> Yeah, I I think I just kind of mostly tuned it out when that was going on. Like your Hollywoods had the big screen in the corner that was like several screens side by side that make one big picture. Remember yeah, that? <laughs> yep, I do. And I think that was that was a holdover from Tidal Wave. Mm. Man, that I posted that on the Instagram. There was a like found footage of a guy that just filmed at the Tidal Wave he worked at. In middle, I think it was like Apple Valley, Minnesota. Yeah. And he goes into the tidal wave. He's outside. He shows the sign and goes through the music section and the video section. I was just like, this is so insanely awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one going around of, uh, I think it's a 7-Eleven where a guy just walked in. I think his friend must work there. And he just walked in with a video camera and just filmed a day in the life of a Seven Eleven, and that's on YouTube too. So that's oh, kind of a fun one. But gotta find that. Yeah, it's out there. I've seen it cross my Facebook feed a couple of times. I follow a lot of nostalgia sites on uh, Facebook. Yeah, I ran into one on uh, YouTube that was uh, a guy walking through the local mall, and he's talking to people he knows that work at all the different stores. <laughs> he's like an older video. Yeah, from early '80s. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um. Which, if I ever end up in a wormhole, is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to capture memories of the past. Mm-hmm. I could do it now and just watch it in 50 years, but now it's not <laughs> cool. So why don't we talk something specific? Like, why don't we talk about um, memories of late fees? <laughs> oh, okay. Did you ever have? Did you ever run into late oh, fees? Come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> You know I did. I still do. If I, if there's there's times when I can't get my red box back by nine o'clock, and I'm like, fuck! Now I have to pay another two bucks. Because I was reading that early on, like Blockbuster made so much money on late fees that there was a lawsuit, and they got rid of late fees for a while, and then they brought them back like revised. Um, because no, that's garbage. I think I, I stand behind late fees. Yeah. You have people, particularly on new releases, you have people that are like waiting mm-hmm. for that movie to come back. And oh, I if, hated if that. And you're sitting on it and you think that you're just going to get to keep it uh, even longer for free, you've got another thing coming, pal. Do you remember going into the video store and like the one you're looking for? 
they say that they have one due back and you're like just waiting. Oh, there's some that just got dropped in the box. Can you oh, check yeah, for me? Oh, yeah, totally. Like <laughs> you, you just wander around the store just waiting for it to show back up over there. And every time you, you'd hear that little flap of somebody dropping the movie and oh, you're like, man. oh, is that it? Is that it? Nope, it's not. So many wasted minutes or sometimes it'd pay off, but so many minutes like where I'm just like – talk to the guy and just he'll i wander around and i, he, I hear him coming in and i'm just like hey did, did one of those get dropped off <laughs> but yeah, yeah i mean early on blockbuster was charging so if the fee was 2.99 to rent um and a customer returned the tape five days late their charge would be 14.95 after five days god why would it take that long for them to bring that movie back? <laughs> you're like, you're not shell, you're not sticker shocked by the fact that you have to pay fifteen bucks. You're like, why the hell didn't they bring their movie back <laughs> for five days? You're yeah, like, bastards, bring the movie back. Um, but yeah, after they had that lawsuit and it went away for a while, they came back and it was like a dollar a day only up to ten days. So essentially, if you paid two ninety nine for the movie and then you were late by ten days, you're total would be 12.99 um but you could you could have kept it a year because right. they, they were only charging you 10 days worth of late fees and i think what Redbox does is after a certain point you just kind of own the movie mm-hmm. and they'll just charge you 25 bucks or something well i was talking They're like yeah it's just yours now <laughs> i was talking to the missus about this and she actually had to pay 80 dollars for a copy of Mighty Aphrodite. Oh that man. She lost. <laughs> Not even Woody, Woody Allen's best movie. <laughs> I was like that yeah, that that this is not the movie you want to have to spend eighty dollars on, and you don't even have the physical movie after you pay for it. <laughs> well, up until DVD, they didn't have day and date movies that you could just purchase the day it came out, you know. Yeah. Uh, DVD changed all that because you could you could get any movie the day that it came out to DVD for well relatively cheap VHSs were still nineteen to twenty five bucks and then D- DVDs were the same price but you could get pretty much any movie on DVD the day it came out whereas VHS was eighty nine ninety five for the first three four months oh and God. then it, then you would find it at Target. That must have been around the time period she got stuck. Oh with that yeah, then. <laughs> 95, 96. That's that's well within that time frame. That's a steep charge there. <laughs> yeah, I used to get uh, in in the library too. Like you would get library is not as vicious though. They're like, hey, you kept this book for three weeks longer. You owe me a dollar eighty. It's like I ain't got. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not giving you a dollar eighty. I paid you a dollar. <laughs> Uh, that was cool. That was always cool about the library too, is you could rent movies, um, CDs, everything at the library. Yeah, you still can. Yeah, it's great. Good um, old library. But yeah, I I mean, just the the move from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray, and the fact that you know video stores were there for all of it. It's it's sad to to know they're they're gone now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the next format's going to be. I know they're doing 4K now, but is there going to be a time period when it's just no more physical movies? Like, when does it no, stop benefiting so. them? Is it always a benefit for these studios to do physical copies? I don't know. Yeah, especially with more obscure stuff. 
yeah. uh, you have collectors that still buy for the special features because, I mean, if you're if you like every movie like I do, yeah. I mean, like every type of movie. I don't, I don't, I I would probably say that I like thirty percent of the movies I see. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't like every movie, but you like right. seeing but it, movies. But like, someone like me doesn't need to collect movies because I'm not going to be watching those movies over and over and over and over again. Some people, like my parents, for example, will watch a movie over and over and over again. So it's okay yeah. for them to actually own a movie. Uh, and as we were growing up, we had we had a good collection. We had Ace Ventura. We had Ghostbusters. We had a couple of Disney ones. Um. But it wasn't until DVD that I just started buying pretty much everything. Yeah, I was going to say, you're saying that now that you don't need to collect movies, but there was a time when you had like 5,000 DVDs? <laughs> I'm saying that a person like me who's not going to watch movies over and over again yeah. doesn't need to collect movies. And yeah. I think that kind of is what kind of cooled DVD off <clears throat> a little bit is that people were just running out of space for uh, collecting movies that they weren't even really watching. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe that's part, or maybe that sp speaks volumes about uh, video stores too, is they have all this, this space and nobody's going over into that section. You know, maybe once a week somebody is renting, I don't know, pick a movie, Amadeus, probably not getting rented a lot. So why, why have the real estate sitting there for it? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And likewise at your house, like I don't need 2,600 DVDs, which is what I had at one point before I sold it to that video store that I brought up earlier. Mm -hmm. I don't need that many. That being said, there are people out there that do collect and rewatch movies again and again and again. So I do think that the physical media, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? This always happens to me. Why do we always record so late? <laughs> <laughs> the, this this trend of of uh, physical media, you know, sticking around, I, I I think it's I think it has a place, to be honest. Yeah, and I mean I see that where you're like these they're purists that you know just or the people that love the the art or just having a physical copy in their hand would would still. Oh, I know some people that completely hate streaming yeah. and would definitely prefer to have the physical copy. I've actually started that... – oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say I've actually started building a iTunes library of, you know, movies that, you know, they're so – some of them are so cheap. It's like four ninety nine, seven ninety nine. I could just own the movie. You know, it's right there. I don't need to have the clutter yeah, of – I mean if they are charging three ninety nine to rent it or five ninety nine to own it, just yeah. pay the five ninety nine and you don't have to watch it right then. Yeah, I mean – I love that. I love not having the clutter of the the physical DVDs laying around that I know I'm never gonna pop in. Um, mm -hmm. That's where I got to a point with it because you know there was a point where myself I had four to five hundred DVDs and you know that's just unnecessary. <laughs> I not... have to say though, it does look cool on a wall. It does. And here's 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 another side by side comparison for you to consider people collect books yeah people that love reading they collect books and and they like books on their walls and it looks cool mm. i'm not going to lie it does if you have a bookshelf full of a bunch of books that you read it looks cool 
Yeah, and I'm guilty I'm doing it with VHS now, and it's like I, I might say that I don't need the clutter of DVD, but now I have the clutter of VHS, so. <laughs> right, but, I mean, you have uh, you have a collection of something, which is VHS, but I have a collection of magazines, mm-hmm. or I do have my books, and I have my collections, too, in my uh, nerd room, yeah. and, you know, I, I just collect that stuff. You You just happen to collect VHS. Yeah. One thing I will say about uh, DVD and VHS versus books, though, at least they're virtually the same size. Like, I hate when books are – like, you you can't just throw a book on a shelf. You have to go, okay, well, this book has to go here now because it's half the size of this book way over here. And mm-hmm. Yeah, with DVDs, you can al- actually alphabetize them. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. not a universal size of books, which makes it hard for it to look clean. Right. Like you're saying. Just yeah, like you <laughs> you'd run into where you, they have the different style DVDs. I know that would annoy you back in the day where it's like the DVD oh, that has yeah. the 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 paper good cheap old case. Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. They had the the paper case with with the plastic clip on the side oh. that you would like flip open. Bastards. Ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh what my last thought on physical media is there are there are um places like Flickr Alley and uh, Kino and especially Criterion that do put so much effort into their special features mm-hmm. that they they make it worth, you know, 30 bucks or whatever you're paying to actually own the movie and not rent it. And uh, yeah, so I understand the collectors. Yeah. It's definitely uh, – there's always going to be people that want to have it in hand. Just the reason – just like the reason why vinyl records are, you know, going up in popularity each year is more and more people are turning to want to buy physical music in that format because no one's seeing a need for CDs as much anymore. <laughs> um, well, CD was a definite uh, upgrade over cassette. Yeah. And cassette was a lot more accessible than vinyl. Yeah, but I mean, r- radio and streaming music has all gone the, with smartphones and everything has gone kind of away to, just like video stores are, you know, become became extinct because of streaming and different factors. Um, CDs and having physical music, you know, carry with you has kind of also become a thing. Well, technology is never going to go backwards. Yeah, it's always going to improve your life. Yeah. Did, did, what what was your favorite video store? Um, I mean, I loved. I just have so many memories of a specific Hollywood video because we would go there quite often, and it started out as being a music because I think they were Tidal Wave to begin with, correct? Correct. They started out and they had music, so I would go there and get ninety nine cent cassette singles and you know, look at the different albums that came out, and then I'd wander over to the video section and look at the new releases. Tidal Wave was a lot like a Suncoast Pictures. Yeah, but a large Suncoast. Yeah, and not in a mall. Yeah. And Suncoast, man, those hung around a while too. And But I just remember everything being so expensive. Yeah, everything was definitely retail price. Um. But yeah, Hollywood, I mean, it was close enough we'd swing over there and look at the music because I think music was also releasing, like cassette singles were releasing 
the same day Tuesdays as new release movies. So I would go get, you know, whatever hot song is on the radio that I want a single of. <laughs> yep. Yep. And 99 cents, can't beat that. And then rent a couple of movies. And um, yeah. Well, that's just... one of the cool things about iTunes too, is you can buy the singles, just the singles. Yeah. Yeah, I just have very distinct memories of Hollywood in particular. I mean, there was the video update right up the street that we would frequent, but um, yeah, I loved that they had the different entertainment all in one store and then at a certain point they got rid of the music altogether at that specific hollywood you mean tidal wave well it was hollywood at that point they still had music at hollywood well yeah there the one on coon boulevard um was hollywood and it was music and movies and then at a certain point it just went to movies interesting i don't remember that i do remember my bike got stolen from outside that tidal wave though <laughs> So that one in particular did start as a tidal wave because I remember yes. it always as Hollywood. Yep, I, that and that's why my bike was stolen because I didn't know what tidal wave was and I went in there for way too long without locking out my bike and I come out and <laughs> my bike was gone oh and I thought God. my parents were messing with me. I oh, thought no. that they were trying to teach me a lesson for locking out my bike, but nope. Walked all the way home and uh, they said, where's the... your bike? And I said... Uh, it got stolen. That's crazy. <laughs> Can't believe that was a, as a kid, that was a thing you had to worry about your bike getting stolen. Yeah, I know. And, but but what a feeling, of that just that, that punch in your gut, like as a kid. Because oh, man. It, I your bike is your life. I couldn't give my huffy away. <laughs> oh, I was on my bike way more than anything else. Yeah. I was on my bike more than the couch. Well, no, yeah, I mean, we all were, but I'm just saying nobody wanted to steal my Huffy. <laughs> <laughs> I was always en so envious of the kids on their red lines and their dinos, and I'm riding my Huffy, not not the BMX bikes with the pegs. Mm. But yeah, you know where I, I didn't? You know where I didn't look for my bike? Where's the that? Alamo basement? Oh man, there's no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> That, uh, I think I didn't travel all the way there to find out. <laughs> but yeah, what was your what you asked me? What was your favorite video store? I think I liked Video Update because it was so cheap. Yeah. Um, one of the worst things about Hollywood Video was that they made their employees dress in these awful, <laughs> awful uh, uniforms, like the where... bow, bow ties, right? Yeah, they had bow ties and and didn't they have did they have berets too? Maybe not, but they had cummerbunds. Yeah, for sure. Cumberbuns. Yep. Like, what the hell are are they trying to be here? Ushers? <laughs> is that what they were trying to do? Is make them look like ushers? I think so. Like back in the day, um, like big palace cinema, like ushers, hmm. where you dress up, wear a cummerbund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was always the worst part. Uh, for, for the those people. But, but I mean, uh, uh, it wasn't any better at the movie theater I started at in freshman year of high school. We had to wear a little black bow tie. Yep, and uh, blue apron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I liked Video Update because it was so cheap. Um, my my real preference was the mom and pop store, uh, Main Street Video. So because I that... I was very close with. 
the people that work there because I was in there all the time and they called me by name and they were very friendly and they they were going to give me a job when I turned 18. Mm. Why couldn't you work there when you were uh, 16, 17? Because they had adult remember? movies. They had an adult section. <laughs> yep. And that's why I couldn't work at Video Update too. Mm. Hollywood did not have that. In fact, yeah. uh, when Showgirls came out, they had the R-rated version. Like oh, you wow. couldn't get the NC-17 version. Really? Yep. So if you rented showgirls from hollywood video you got the cut version so note to self do not buy uh, uh old hollywood version of showgirls on ebay no, no. <laughs> um yeah that <laughs> was even a thing they probably buried it in the <laughs> desert somewhere that was one thing i was talking to uh the missus about was that she was like isn't it so weird that some video stores had an adult section i was like well i mean somebody had to cater to that there were always uh, that customers and she was like, yeah, but then you see the guy go in and you're like, what a creep. And I'm like, yeah, but now, you know, as an adult, he's just uh, a guy, <laughs> just a guy wanting some entertainment. <laughs> we had a, a local, uh, I guess it wasn't a chain, but adventures in video. Do you remember adventures in video? Oh yeah. That was uh right next to a video update, but they had a, an adult section and that is the only one that I ever walked back into. <laughs> and I don't know. It just, so weird that you would rent it's, that isn't it just uh, <laughs> yeah to to think now of, about anybody renting it which they still do uh video universe has an adult section and whenever i'm perusing the aisles there's people coming in walking straight back there no it's eye contact so just crazy going back there. i know it's like it's you so have the internet now. <laughs> right well they, they must like the stories maybe they look for a specific genre it's just they want to see the whole movie Maybe. I, I, I can't imagine that they're, <laughs> they're coming out every Tuesday and, and putting new releases back there. You know what I mean? But here's the thing, though, is that adult section also at a place like Video Universe ha uh, catering to like having those that whole genre of like 70s exploitation movies that were basically, you know, adult well, movies. The adult section is mostly hardcore stuff. OK. Yeah. They could be going Big back there just to find a. Uh, 70s movie where they're showing, you know, naked girls nonstop. <laughs> big bushes. Yeah. <laughs> what? We can't say big bush in 2019. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> yeah. Nostalgia's um, hot, dude. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's like, do, dude, don't you have the internet? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't get it either. But, but I mean, back then, it's, I mean, it's, it's a thing. I mean, back when it was VHS at the movie store and there was not the access to it, I mean, where else are you going to find it? You might as well rent it. You know that yeah. those people were going home and dubbing that son of a bitch. Yeah, and that was <laughs> that was the appeal of the two two for 99 cent uh, video update is they'd let you rent up to six movies. Mm. Well, guess who discovered that there were two video updates in town that opened an hour apart from each oh other? Oh my god! So you, <laughs> so Daddy go would get... go home with twelve movies every Tuesday. That's funny. Run them through a couple VCRs. They don't <laughs> exist anymore, FBI. But they don't exist anymore. Run them through the VCRs. Run them back to video update. <laughs> yep. Rent another six. That would be great, though, if you had all those blinks that you recorded. Just the nostalgia of that. <laughs> well, I know a lot of people would do that with HBO, too. 
Yeah. Like, that's got to be a gray area, recording movies off of HBO. <laughs> right? Yeah. You have that HBO uh, title sequence before your movie. So, yep. So classic. <laughs> Whatever. But, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Was Main Street Video on CR Boulevard? Like, yes. Wasn't there one that was kind of, it seemed like it was on the top of a hill? Or yep. Like, is yep. That, is that the one? Nope, that's not that one. Okay, what one other, was that? Other side of town. This was over by this WCCO tower. What was the one I'm thinking of, though? Do you remember what it was I called? don't remember the name of that place. I, I remember, uh, yeah, that was over by uh, the the mini golf place. Yeah. Gosh, mm-hmm. I wish it, was it Bates? Bates was, um, no. Bates oh, okay. was another place uh, that I went to as well. I, I did like Bates. I liked Bates. I remember Bates. Uh, Bates was a mom and pop. Yeah. But yeah, but you couldn't beat the two for 99 cent on Tuesday. So video update more often than not would get the most business from us. Um, but yeah, I did love perusing at Hollywood and the other mom. Well, the, the best, the best slash worst part about it is people would line up an hour before. Mm-hmm. So you'd get there and it'd be a big line of people. Waiting to get in. It's so crazy. Like, ah, I have to stand in this line again. It's so crazy. I do it. I would do it every Tuesday. <laughs> but everybody do- wanted those two for ninety nine cent new releases. I mean, God, the you thing- could tell too. The 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 workers they hated it. Oh, they hated it. <laughs> I remember this one woman opened the door. It's like no running. Oh, and then everybody would just kind of speed walk. <laughs> that you all trying to get to that huge wall of. Copies of Man of the House or whatever. I don't really remember Mr. Movies. Like, that wasn't one that was, like, kind of everywhere. It wasn't very ubiquitous. I think it kind of faded into the, the the sunset early on. Yeah. Uh, and then it was Hollywood Video Update. And after Video Update, it was Movie Gallery. Mm. Movie Gallery was kind of that point where I didn't really go in to them much anymore. Maybe... Uh, Maybe I realized that their prices weren't the same, or I just liked Hollywood better. I never really, really went into movie gallery too much. Maybe towards the end, I would go in and I would like buy up everything that they were liquidating. Yeah, and it's crazy to look up some of these chains and like know that it seemed like it came into our area later. But movie gallery was founded in '85, mm-hmm. um, in Alabama, and. I couldn't tell you for the life of me when we got them, but it wasn't a player in that like 90 to 96 range that I remember us frequenting at all. Yeah. Oh, that's because I don't think they came in until video update was on its way out. Mm, okay. they, they didn't coexist. Like yeah. movie gallery took over. I don't know if they, they must've bought video update. Oh, so our video updates became movie gallery. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one because that specific one by the liquor store in in CR definitely became a movie gallery. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. And that was the one that opened at 10 a.m. Mm. And the one over on University opened at nine. So Daddy got 12 movies. <laughs> 12 movies. In the summertime, and That's then, crazy. Not, you know, at 2:30 in the afternoon after school, nothing would be left. So. That kind of sucked. <laughs> you have to get most of your 
12 in, in the summer months. <laughs> One thing I did like about Hollywood, though, is they weren't just movies. Like, you could – like, they wanted you to have the whole experience. So they would offer you, like, soda and uh, microwave popcorn. Yeah, and Blockbuster and, did and that, a candy. Too. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I'm sure they stole it from Blockbuster, but um, – both of those stores were like, eh, well, Blockbuster had, they had fucking magazines too, didn't they? Yeah, I think they so. They had candy. Yeah. They had like nerds ropes. They did the whole shebang. Like uh, That was great about it. You could grab your movies. You go up to the front. You could grab soda. You grab a bucket of popcorn uh, that's microwavable. You could grab some candy um, and just you're set. It's just like going to the yeah, theater. You, you don't have to make two stops. You just, Get it all right there. I mean, it was jacked up price. Sure, you paid two dollars <laughs> for your candy there, and it's a dollar at Walmart. But yeah, that's one it. of the things that I liked about them. Yeah, um, making it more of an experience. Blockbuster um, was a store that I never really went to until much later in life. Hmm. We never had a Blockbuster membership. Yeah, Blockbuster was a place that I would go to. Uh, to buy movies, not to mm-hmm. rent movies. Yeah, yeah, once the previously viewed kind of started becoming a thing when we were collecting them. Yeah. And yeah that's exactly. all I would look at. It's like I would just go in there, look at the previously viewed, and ignore the rest of the store. And then as they started to die off, I would know which one had like 14 days left. So they would get cheaper and cheaper as time went on. And, uh, you know, throughout the, the, liquidation you would realize that there were certain movies that nobody wanted and <laughs> you could see them at every damn store so blockbuster obviously put a lot of faith in certain movies mm-hmm. that uh, nobody wanted and now i'm dying to get some vhs's in the old blockbuster cases yeah. <laughs> well when they were liquidating it was all dvd yeah. like i don't i don't even know if they had vhs no left. yeah but you can go on ebay and find old copies of movies that on VHS that are still in the blockbuster case. Just that art and it just, just so iconic to have a stack of blockbuster cases on my shelf would be great. <laughs> I will say this. Um, after I sold my DVDs to the video universe, um, I took that money and I put it in the stock market and I bought blockbuster stock as it was dying. Really? And it was split into two. It was blockbuster a and blockbuster B. There were penny stocks. I bought $4,000 worth of Blockbuster stock at $0.22, cents, and within two weeks, it had doubled. Oh, so, wow. You yeah. cashed out? Um, I got out before it kind of fell apart again, mm-hmm. yeah, so I got in like near the top of the spike, but then I was pretty careless after that, so I did not get my $8,000. Uh, when I stopped trading, <laughs> <laughs> but there was uh, there was that one day when I pretty much tripled or doubled my money, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is what life's about." <laughs> you should have cashed out. Thanks, thanks, Blockbuster. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, are there any distinct um, VHS or video store DVD any? Any type of media, I guess, any format, any video store memories that stand out to you? To me, um, you know, to me, my my when as a as a when I was a kid, my parents would be the ones that would rent the movies, and my sister and I would always get to rent video games. Mm-hmm. 
So they would watch the movie and we would play our video games in, in another room. And I, I remember we played the hell out of uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers for Nintendo so oh much <laughs> that my stepdad just went and bought it because it was costing so much for us just to keep renting it. Oh, so he crazy. just went and bought it for us. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. And that's, that's also the, uh, the way that I first played Yo-Noid. Yo-Noid, the NES game? <laughs> yep. yep. I had that game. Uh, that would be lot. one that would be cool just to have like in the original box just for the nostalgia's sake of it, the Noid. <laughs> I mean, back in the day it was a fun game. Yeah. I you know, I'm not really into Fortnite and all that stuff now. Yeah. So any any video games that I'm into seem quaint compared to today's standards. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we definitely rented those two a lot. And then when Sega Genesis came out, we rented games all the time. Mm. Um, I do remember when Mortal Kombat 2 came out, we were too young to get it because it was like MA-17. Mm-hmm. Remember when they would rate their movies? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you had to be at least 17 to rent it. So you either needed your mom to get it for you or you weren't getting it. Yeah, my uh, as far as video games go, my my mom was not on top of the uh, the parental advisories or taking a look or watching too closely. You know, because, that surprises me. Because when I was uh, – one Christmas I got a Game Gear for Christmas and I got Mortal Kombat with it, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And I specifically remember <clears throat> that one game just captivating me for about three weeks on that Game Gear – but, um, yeah, my mom was not paying attention to if I could rent that or buy it. It's just a video game. But see that little uh, digital blood come out of their head? <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, with video game rentals, like that was a thing that, you know, we would rent for the NES as well early on. And if you go get that one game that you're supposed to play the entire weekend and it's a stinker, that would suck. Because <laughs> yeah. dad's not taking you back to rent another game. Like <laughs> You had to make the most of it. So it was always it, a crapshoot. It was. But, I mean, if you liked it so much that you would go back and rent it again. And to be honest, we played the living hell out of it. It's not like a movie that you rent and you're watching for two hours and then you're done with it. No, we yeah. played for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. So it, it, it was a great thing for uh video stores to offer up video games and stuff too i remember i never got a copy of my own as a kid of tyson's punch out so i would rent that a lot Mm, yeah yeah i think we rented that one too i don't think i ever owned that one i have it now because it's in the the um throwback machine whatever Mm -hmm. it's called did you get the nes classic yeah i have one i have that in the super nintendo one my only complaint with those is I wish they would have been able to put more titles into them because um, I feel like 20 to 30 or whatever it is, it's just they could have done a lot more for us. Oh. But as far as licensing and everything goes. Exactly. That's all it is is licensing. <clears throat> but you can go on eBay and find these little handhelds or Raspberry Pis that look just like those classic ones with 300 games in them. <laughs> You know what else was cool about uh, video stores is if you didn't have a, a VCR, yeah. you could rent one. Dude, renting a VCR, that's so crazy. They give you the cords and everything. Yeah, I remember them doing it. They also, you could, I, I remember them renting like Nintendos. Yep. 
Yep, you could rent either of them. That's awesome. Way awesome. They were just try- like any any way that that you know people are gonna want that and make the video store some money. They were they found ways to do it, which is great. <clears throat> I I don't uh I don't necessarily remember how much it was, but I think it was a little higher end, like ten fifteen bucks to rent it though. Mm-hmm. You must have really wanted to see a movie though, if you're like didn't own a VCR, but you're like, I guess I'll just go rent a machine so I can see Terminator One. Well, if you were traveling, <laughs> yeah, when you're you're hotel. traveling and you were sitting in a hotel, why not? Yeah. Yep. Did you ever buy any of the posters that they had? No, I can't say I did, but yeah. Really? They would, they would end up selling the posters for a buck or two bucks or whatever after they were done with them. I totally remember. Uh, I had plenty of posters from the video store. <laughs> you would just go up to the the box that they were sitting in. They'd be rolled up, and they would write in pen on the outside what the poster was, and then, yeah. yeah. It could be yours, and I plastered my bedroom wall with those many times. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure at some point there was one or two that I grabbed out of there, but I don't have any distinct memories. I do remember that they did sell posters, but I, I, I nothing stands out to me other than once I started working at a movie theater and I was getting posters by the fistful. Oh yeah, <laughs> you just you would just steal them then, <laughs> because there was a lot of times where you just didn't. You either didn't get the movie or you didn't need that many posters of yeah. it, and and then it would just sit up there. And then and then after you would lose the movie, if you still had a, a, a newer version of the poster, you just anybody want it? There's <laughs> some of those that God, I wish I would have hung on to them. Now I'd love to have the poster of whatever movie it was, but I I think I threw all of them at a certain point. <laughs> but there I was remember even... there there were there were times at the movie theater when you you'd come down the stairs at the end of a night and oh. Somebody stole the X-Men poster. Oh, no. <laughs> From outside in front of the theater? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, even in the hallways. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's even the the big uh, promotional banners, like the huge vinyl banners for the movies. I, I think I had a few of those from the theater. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, those those were giant. Like I can't imagine putting them in my house right now. Like when you're you're in your dorm age, sure. <laughs> I think we had Unbreakable and uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou in our apartment. Yeah, I had Man on the Moon. I know that. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay, I wonder if that movie holds up. I have not watched it recently. Oh. I haven't seen it since uh, the theater. Andy Kaufman on the new movie Man on the Moon. I wish it was better. I do not like it. It is so stupid. Well, we're at about a hour 25 here. I think we pretty much walked through the entire video store, covered all the bases. There's not really much left to talk about. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean you brought up even the friggin' posters they'd sell, re- renting the VCRs and the candy counter. Porn. <laughs> the... the the adult section <laughs> you know they did have that porn section but one area that you could venture into as a kid was the faces of death section <laughs> what that was a section ah uh, there was a section in like the documentary section i believe it was and the, the ones that i would go to where you could uh maybe they did put a sticker on it like you know sometimes they would put a sticker on it and then he'd be like 17 to rent it 
but they didn't hide it in the back. I never remember hearing about those until like maybe like seventh or eighth grade. Yeah, you didn't. Brought them up. Nobody brought that up to third grade. <laughs> We're not yeah, gonna be I've, talking about watching people get their hands cut off. I don't and... think I ever saw it like in the video store. That's crazy. Um, Have you ever seen those though? Uh, yeah, I think. Oh my god, they make you sick. It's not okay. I don't want to watch that stuff. No, it's ridiculous. It's um, gross. <sighs> I wonder if they're on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been fun walking through the video store again and thinking about, you know, things I we don't. Uh, see these days or you know took for granted when they were around but i'm definitely gonna have to make my way up to that mr movies maybe i'll do that tomorrow i ain't got so nothing to do tomorrow still exists huh that's great i'm gonna have to yeah. go to that family video in the area the only thing that you know i've stopped in those and i've stopped in other um there's a video store not too far from me right here in the next town over it's just something about it isn't the same because now it is just you know blu-rays or dvds and yeah. It doesn't have the same excitement or the same feel as when you're younger and you're looking for that new release or that video game. Um I just feel like my most of my nostalgia lies within renting video games and actual VHS from the movie store. Yeah. When you actually had to wait for a movie to come out to video. Yeah. Nowadays it's like, no, oh, you can you can digitally stream it five weeks before Blu-ray. And it doesn't have the appeal like it did in the later years of, you know, when we were going there to buy fistfuls of used DVDs. Like, you could do that at these stores, but I'm not buying DVDs anymore, so. <laughs> Here's another thing, too. Uh, do you remember how long it would take for a movie to go to VHS? Like, sometimes it would be yeah. like six months. Six months, yeah. And now it's like two and a half. Yeah, like the what was that? That Halloween we were just talking about came out in what? Did it come October out 19th. October nineteenth, and it was already out in January, right? Yeah, it's That's already out in January. Crazy. There you go. But there's there's really no reason to delay it. It's not yeah. like they have to make like a ton of tapes. Yeah. I'm sure they can press a a, a DVD and a Blu-ray pretty easily. That was... My guess is that they, they're probably throwing them together as it's in theaters. Yeah. And they're, they're just kind of storing them. They're probably already getting all the physicals made when it's not – it might not even – they might do that before it's even at the theater, you know? Yeah, it could be. Um, That's one thing. Bringing it back to that documentary we were talking about, Rewind This, that I thought was real cool is them talking about um, the invention of the video rental store and – the one gentleman that bought all those copies um, of the like one of each movie or two of each movie, whatever it was, from the studios, and then turned around and decided to rent them, and that was mm -hmm. like the the invention of the video store. I thought mm -hmm. that was really cool to hear about. That's definitely something that if if people want to know about kind of the history of how that all started. Um, definitely recommend rewind this you can find it on prime or i'm sure itunes um yeah no it's it's a good movie uh it's way better than uh vhs uh wasteland is it massacre vhs massacre that was the other one i watched there's another one on prime called vhs lives that i haven't had a chance to look at yet but i have to look into that one yeah 
I watched VHS Massacre, and it was it, it, it was mostly about like horror and stuff. Oh, okay. They interviewed Joe Bob Briggs and mm. a couple of the trauma guys. Yeah, because there's a big um a lot of the VHS collector community. It's like there's a big part of it that's the people that are like horror genre fanatics. I don't know if that was a genre that was um all over VHS because there were so many like B horror movies and such, but Oh yeah. Well there was a lot they made a lot of B horror movies just for video. Yeah. That was cool about the God, I keep going back to this rewind this. People really need to watch it, but that was another thing they were talking about where the they'd just get in a room and they'd think of like ten titles and then they'd pitch the titles and the they'd think of concept art for it. And then they go make a movie. They even had a script. Yeah. yeah then they go write the movie based on the title and the art. That's so cool. <laughs> huh? I wish Hollywood studios would do that now because they need to start getting creative and think of oh, some now ideas. Now they just rip each other off. <laughs> Everybody. They, they don't get creative anymore. Doing reboots of everything. It's like, just put some writers in a room and think of some titles and draw up some art and then write a movie. <laughs> As we start this podcast talking about, hey, they're making Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> Can't wait. You know what? That is one reboot. or that is, Actually, Jason Reitman said it's a continuation. It's not a reboot. So they aren't rebooting. They're just going back to the well again. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw today that uh, – Winston, uh, Ernie Hudson, uh, may have let it slip that all three of the living originals are going to be back for the movie. So, um, it's great that Bill Murray is coming around because for years he was saying he wasn't going to do anymore. <laughs> so it'd be nice. I just hope they don't make him a ghost. Like they've made Dan Aykroyd has made an ink. Like he said, Oh, maybe he'll be back as a ghost someday. Like, no, <laughs> don't do that <laughs> I thought that was a funny idea actually um yeah it's too bad Egon's not around but what are you gonna do anyways yeah mm-hmm. that's one that I'm on board for all these reboots you know even Robert Zemeckis is making a new version of the witches remember that Angelica Houston movie I do yeah. that was one on VHS that scared the hell out of me when I was a kid yeah that had pretty good scary makeup um, I was going to ask you before we go, was there a VHS in your family library that you were able to pop in no matter what and just rewatch it, had that rewatchability for you? Um, you know, I played a lot of video games when I was a kid, Yeah, not so much anymore, but, uh, we did have our copy of Roger Rabbit. <laughs> That you wore out, I'm sure. You know all the lines uh, now. I watched the hell out of it. <laughs> um, no, not really. Yeah. Uh, my sister must have watched League of Their Own probably 50 times in a oh, row. Oh, man, that was a movie that I could always rewatch. I still can rewatch that. Mm-hmm. It never gets old. And it's not one that I know all the lines before they're said for some reason. It just I know the movie, but I'm able to watch it and not just be like, you know, that movie is that movie's like a warm bath. Yeah, it's just it's just feel, feels food. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think as far as our library, you know, I was always putting in Back to the Future and Ghostbusters. Those were just two movies that I was going back to all the time. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I I love everything we covered here. I hope people enjoyed the podcast and look for uh 
you know another one in a couple of weeks here and um, please subscribe and leave comments we love to hear from everyone but um, we'd love to hear some of your video store and rental memories as well um, so please comment on the Instagram I'm gonna post about this episode and try to engage with y'all but for oh I had that I'm Josh and I'm Jesse <laughs>